I feel like we should do that again. <laughs> And I'm Steven. This is 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, training, mining, fixing, working, reviewing, playing podcast. We're going to do something a little different tonight. We're going to go watch a show. We're going to go hang out and watch uh, the JHS Let's musical. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Here it is. All right, here we go. Pedals, the musical. 27 minutes, 29 seconds of something. I think it's just going to be this Rhett Mayer dude playing this riff. <laughs> um, Steve, don't do that. You know that white guys who play guitar hate it when you call them John Mayer? I didn't call him John Mayer. I called him Rhett Mayer. <laughs> Welcome to 60,000 Cycle Hum. No, I, what the joke I was going for is mystery <laughs> musical science theater 60,000. There. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> it took too much brain effort to get into that. Holy heck. I smell, I smell burnt toast after that one. <laughs> Here we are. Oh, starting in the garage of love. Tennessee, the year 1960. You can tell it's 1960 because he's got a tie and a button-up shirt and a beanie. That's like the style of 1960. Be happy. There's a transformer malfunction in the recording console. More than the meets the, the eye. Recording, the guitar track is replaced by something unnatural. Naturally, it's just sound wave. <laughs> are transformers unnatural? No, they're they're cybernetic, cybernetic organisms. That's kind of unnatural, I guess. How, how can we give it to them? Do transformers have sex? Listen, I bet. I think they I rub all sparks together. Mm. Let's fix now your little antenna here. Circuit. You're not a little closer <laughs> to your head. <laughs> So that other people could use it. So like a box. That Why do you want to know if Transformers have sex? Is that a and thing for you all of a sudden, Steve? Box. That's how you know if it's natural. An effects box. Has anyone ever yeah. called them an effects box? Why don't they call it a guitar pedal? They're Riff guitar pedals. I guess you can't build into that. Like, it's it's a pedal right for that. guitar. Now they, like, I found it's it. an effect in a box. In Kalamazoo. They can build this. It's an effect in a box. <laughs> Oh, here we go. It's Oh, I know what I'm going to be for Halloween. <laughs> Is that Kevin Smith? If they don't sell those costumes, they're leaving money on the table. I do. They're going to have to save them for like a while. I'm going to go to Kansas City to borrow one of these for Halloween. That is going to be my Halloween costume. Plus many, many more. How many more? Many. He just said many, many more. That's how many. They're putting a lot of startling effects. Wait, They're putting a lot of pressure on this little guy. Well, that's because he's a maestro. That's how you know he's good. Fire up the band, maestro. They say I've got spunk. They say I've got spark. They say that I am. <laughs> You're like still stuck on Transformers having sex, aren't you? Of my parts, I can be a guitar, but I'm also a horn. I'm also a saxophone. Maybe a he's more than meets the eye. <laughs> he is a Transformer. It's why I was born. 
The dancers represent Am I a dancing. Mistake, a transformer that blew, or do I have a destiny entirely new? I was almost a failure, a box on the shelf, a brand new invention, a genesis unto myself. And then Kirk was like, Steve, shut, shut up! He's singing. I'm trying to listen to the song. Keith Richards can't get satisfaction and get it. Can't get a sat because Keith Richards used the maestro on the song. Get it? That's hit this pedal history. He used this this pedal oh. on the song Satisfaction for that sound. It's a famous sound from this pedal. That's the reference. There's so many things that I can be. No one knows what I I hope you explain all of the references that happen. That's the only reference I'm going to get in the whole thing. I I got that one, and I'm very excited about it. Now, is, is Rhett using a maestro in this? It sounds great. If that's what a maestro sounds like, I want one. The year is 1965. You can tell because there's no beanie. London. It's 1965. Yeah. And now he's got a jacket. Yeah. Same lamp. Same lamp as earlier. Store. Maestro this, maestro that. You sound you a little jealous, dude. You shouldn't put your face so close to the soldering iron. <laughs> I wish he was holding the soldering iron like a stock I mean, photo person. <laughs> Do you smell chicken? I smell chicken. Short-winded hunk of metal. Dude. Looks like a right dog's dinner. Dude, chill out. I can do better. Okay, you may not be the first. Pedal, Dude, stop picking on the maestro. The Make your own fuzz pedal. You don't Maybe need a. You, you don't need a dog on the maestro. More attitude. And Bob's your uncle. Now that's a pedal. This little beauty was no accident. Maestro. Bob's not my uncle. Bob's my sound. aunt's boyfriend. You know what? Whether a fuzz pedal is an accident or planned it's still better than being a mistake right kids i'm the new and improved boy i'm much better than you so you better step aside better yet running high you can't i hope no step why is everyone being so mean to maestro leave him alone why are you picking on him it's because he's wearing his hat backwards but he doesn't have a catcher's mask you just got onto the scene but you already late Wait, there's room for more than one fuzz pedal, guys. We don't have, need to be mean to Maestro. Is, I mean, I want a Maestro now that every, that these guys are picking on him. Do you think Rhett Mayer's using a tone bender for this? Song? Yeah, he's using a tone bender for this. Do you think Rhett's gonna be legit pissed that you keep calling him Rhett Mayer? No. <laughs> I guess I'm we'll find out bender, when he gives us the silent treatment for the rest of our lives. Do you think Rhett Mayer watches our videos? No. Every single one. I'm the we were his favorite channel until you started dogging on him, calling him Rhett Mayer. I only recently discovered that I like tone benders. When you got one? When I got one. <laughs> Well, I asked for one, and it was sent oh, one. Oh, hey, like, it's I Josh like Scott. Yeah, just regular old Josh Scott, not playing a character at all. And the lamp is there. Why does Josh Scott have a British accent? That's not Josh Scott. That's Dick Van Bike. 
get it because he, he oh, likes to ride bikes. A bicycle joke. I wrote that joke down for this. He's not an inventor. He's not even a guitarist. Nonetheless, he's about to change the face of pedal history forever. Because he has the lamp. Everyone who's changed pedal history forever has had that lamp. On this pedal craze. It's got to be an angle I'm not seeing. I think those are Harry Carey's glasses. <laughs> if your first pedal was a hot dog, would you eat it? It's a mic stand, dude. Yeah. It's a circle. Difference. He's never seen it. You know what? They didn't invent circles until the mid-60s, so it, it truly was an innovation to have a circle. Yeah. Some, uh, some Oz little nose. <laughs> Two ears? A mouth? You know, now that you think about it, the fuzz face is very silly. Did somebody call for a face? Well, thank you, Mr. Arbiter. Where's the foot switch? Have all these been missing the foot switch just because it would be super awkward and look like a dick? Yes. <laughs> they all are missing their foot switches. I am a little upset that they don't have foot switches. They put the knobs on. They could have totally put a foot switch on there and it would have been hilarious for every single pedal. Just a switch wobbling around. Kind of re results in some awkward photoshops. I'm going to go and photoshop switches onto all these actors. Yikes. I think it's demeaning to take a switch off a pedal like that. How do you turn it on? Switches watching this musical are, I mean, like pedals watching this musical are going to be living. I'm the utmost in beauty and grace, and everybody loves this face. That's right. Wait, is Rhett Mayer playing a fuzz face for this song? I hope so. It sounds really wooly. Aren't fuzz faces usually brighter than that? Just a stretch. Am I just a round face? Who cares? I'm a catch. Call me a cab, ladies. I'm taking it home. I've got style. I've got class. I've got charm coming out of my nose. Everybody loves it. It sounded like she was gonna ramp up the rhyme. Yes. Why didn't she say ass? I wanted to hear her say ass, and she didn't say ass. She doesn't have what's with you, what's a switch. With you and asses? She doesn't have a switch. She didn't rhyme ass with class. Or grass. Or grass. This is very disappointing. The lamp! The lamp is back. Every single time there's been a pedal innovation, the lamp has been there. California, 1966. For engineer We've got to get that lamp. If we had that lamp, we could make famous pedals. That guy's wearing a lab coat. Did he invent the JJS or the the Chase Bliss Gravitas too? <laughs> That's a joke about our own demo that very few people have seen. The beanie is back. I'll have to check my jacket or tie. I'll have to check my style chart to figure out what year this is. Beanie, striped button-up shirt, red phone, red phone. No, I, what I know year does that mean? Like a trumpet, but but it's like nineteen sixty-seven. It's you. You want a what now? It's not for guitar. Yeah, it's for making sexy sounds. Slap his face on it and call it the Clyde McCoy Wawa. 
Uh, oh, wait, wait, no. I, just kidding. Hello? Hello? Hi. <laughs> Hello? Hey. It was my idea. I believe you. Everything's crap. Trust me, everything's crap. Well, this just got real meta. <laughs> Are you saying that he's commenting on the production? I mean, I'm not saying he's not. He's saying the whole production is crap. I mean, I disagree with him. I think it's been very entertaining so far. I think it's a little rough for him to say everything is crap. It's just awkward because he's in the musical and saying everything's crap. I kind I kind of wish that all the other costumes have been to scale, and his is cropped in to be smaller on the costume. I wish it yeah. would. It needs to be bigger, like down to his ankles, and it needs to be made out of metal and weigh like 600 pounds for this to be accurate. He's supposed to be a crybaby, but he's more like a crybaby mini. <laughs> Has there ever been a uh, an emo uh, themed wall pedal? Really? I don't even think I've heard an emo song that had a wall in it. I feel like that's a really missed connection. I'll help emo bands. Crybabies. It makes so much sense. Loves me. The yardbirds and cream, they just can't get enough of me. Will my wall really carry musicians to glory? I feel like he's really burying the lead here. He's not mentioning that, I mean, he makes the soundtrack to Sexy Time. Wah pedals are the sound of mommy daddy hugs. I, are you just trying to describe the sound of a squeaky bed? <laughs> it does kind of sound like a squeaky bed. <laughs> Is that why they use it for sexy time sound effects? Is because it sounds like a squeaky bed? When he says he won't last, is that because up to this... He's the lamp! The lamp! Is the wall, is the Vox wall the oldest guitar pedal that's in, been in continuous production? Uh, that's possible. Because he says he won't last, but of the pedals we've seen so far, is he the only one that lasted? I think so. I'm a genius, maybe. You figured it out. Here we go, Octave Fuzz. Excuse me, sir, can I have a minute of your time? I'm about to go on stage, so you got ten seconds. Great. Right. Nine. Eight. Eight. Show you something. Seven. Someone who six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. He's out. Walk away. Why is this conversation still happening? Get on stage, dude. They need you on stage. When she's performing for a crowd. I don't get it. I don't get that part. Nick. Write me a letter on paper. Explain that part. With Octavia, what you see is what you get. I live life on my own terms, not an inkling of regrets. I'll take things up what's and an nothing, then I'll an smash it of regret? all to bits. Say, in, in, in England of regret? An in, yeah, the regret of England, because they're British. Okay, now I get it. With Octavia, what you see is what you get. I'll combine it all in. What does that mean? What you see is what you get. Because there's only two knobs? But all the other pedals have had two knobs so far. I mean, it's a fun song. I just don't. Was that like their slogan back in the day? Maybe. Like news on a board of breaking glass 
I mean, I have to admit, I kind of want to play around with an Octofuzz now. It sounded really great. I'll take it. And I'm a huge fan, by the way. He's a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of this musical. You see before you. The lamp. The lamp is back. That means something important is going to happen. Every time that lamp has been in a room, an important guitar pedal has come into existence. How did this lamp get from England to Japan? They're shipping it around every time. Every time that amp, that lamp ends up somewhere, it's an important situation. Blasting propaganda into the Japanese airways. I don't remember hearing much, but I remember hearing swooshing, whooshing, washing, swooshing sound. I wonder if I can put that into a pedal. As a uh, half Asian American, how do you feel about this, Steve? It'd be worse if it was played by Josh Scott. That would be a lot worse. <laughs> Some try to find me and my course of phasing, but the truth is I'm more I'm astounding amazing. I don't think I own a Univibe style pedal. I own vibratos, but that's not the same. No. Who will use me and my movement, my flight through the The dancers make a lot of sense for this, doing like the the swishing thing and yeah, the flowing thing. I think that works really well. No, no one can see our heads when we stand like this. I, I don't want to not show respect, though. What are we pledging allegiance to? Univibes. Oh, okay. Or maybe guitar pedals in general? I don't know. Hey, Steve. Yeah. It looks like we're talking to our dicks. You don't talk to your dick? I didn't say I don't. I say it looks like we're talking to our dicks. Hey, little buddy. What's that? You wish you wish that we had a Univibe? Yeah, I agree, little guy. Maybe we should get a Univibe. What's that? Little Timmy's falling in the well? We don't have time for your dick to go save a child stuck in a well, Steve.
Oh, it's still going. Wow. She's so sparkly. I'm a motion, a movement, so much than mere words. I'm a voice to be heard. The lamp! The lamp is back! Every single time there's been a pedal innovation. Wait, hold on. The lamp is so important. Is that Mike? How did Mike Matthews get the lamp? Rock and roll. My name's Mike I want to see on a globe the travels of the lamp. It goes from England, Nashville, Japan, New York. But I know business and I know good ideas. Has Mike Matthews ever been that young? Did he ever have hair that wasn't gray? Come on. Do you need something? Yeah, I got Has Mike Matthews ever not been carrying ground, a cigar? No, he was. Being, the, a lot of people don't know this, yeah, but yeah. Mike Matthews but is the baby from That's Roger good. Rabbit. That's good. <laughs> he was smoking cigars the moment he was born and never stopped. If he stops smoking a cigar, he will die. They are the only thing keeping him alive. Just call me Muff, a true New Yorker, a little rough, a lot of scruff, no room for fluff. That's not fluff. No, oh, no room for fluff. That's why he's not in this. That's why they got Rhett Mayer. That's a that's a diss right there. Don't even bother, Ryan Bruce. How funny would it be if he had a foot switch? I'm just saying, it would be hilarious, right? If I get one of these as a Halloween costume, I'm putting on a foot switch. I feel like this is the type of guy who would be trying to sell me speakers out of the back of a van in a parking lot. Hey, buddy, I got a whole van full of speakers here. These are worth a lot of money, but I'll sell them to you cheap. Why does he need a van? He's got all that extra room inside the case. <laughs> That's where the tone is stored, Steve. You'd think that for a pedal with a tone knob, he could dial it back a little bit. Like, bring down the tone a little bit, dude. You've got a lot of attitude here. I think you could pull it back a couple notches. Oh, come on, Rhett Mayer, turn them all on! Turn them all on! All the pedals, all the pedals, all the pedals. I like that effect right there where it just goes in and out of focus. Like, because they're mostly all fuzz pedals. And so yeah. it's like the video is fuzzy. The whole thing should be out of focus. So if this was a shopping guide, Steve, and you had never heard of these pedals before, which one would you be buying off this, this demo video? Not the, not the wah. 
he's so sad. He's like, everything's crap, even me. It's because he's a crybaby. He's so sad. Guys, I got a new look. You're never gonna make it, kids. You can't put lipstick on a pig. Stop picking on Maestro. Leave him alone. Why are you guys so mean to Maestro? So which one would you buy if this was a demo video? I think I'm uh, I'm leaning towards that uh, Octavia. I think I want the Octavia for the sound. I like those sounds a lot. I feel really bad for the maestro. Low sales, like extremely low sales. Is it just me? I feel bad for him. You want to give Maestro that affordable treatment. Come home with me, Maestro. Give him a little second life. You can come. Sexy cycle, huh? You can come live with me, Maestro. I'll, I'll hang out with you. It's not true what the other fuzz pedals say. You're good. You're still good, Maestro. Wait. How long is this? We're, we're gonna. We're gonna do chapter two. I've been watching this my whole life. It will never end. Start chapter two. Start chapter two. And three and four and five. The arrogance behind making a pedal musical and then also being like, you know what? Before we even see if people like it, stay tuned for the sequel. Episode six is actually going to be about that Diarmin Tremolo. It's going to be a prequel. <laughs> you know what? This is a lot like the Fast and the Furious. This is about family, okay? Oh, here we go. You think they have any food out in the courtyard? Oh, like snacks? Like a pretzel and like some hot chocolate or something? Oh, yeah. As a kid, when I was a kid, like going to plays, that was always my favorite part. Like the snacks during the intermission, you know? You know what my favorite song was, Ryan? What? Ask me what my favorite song was. What was your favorite song, Steve? The last song. Do you want to know why? <laughs> why? Because it meant it was over. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, these guys ain't half bad. No, they're not so half bad. They're not half good either. <laughs> oh, hi, Josh. Oh, hey, Josh. Bye, Josh. See you later. Yeah, do you have a uh, do you have an invention for the invention exchange, Steve? Uh, hold on. Hold on. I think I got something over here. It, is it another Steve drink? <laughs> My invention is pedals with foot switches to represent genitals. All right, let's let's get to the regular podcast episode, Steve. All right. And that's really exciting. So, thank you, Sweetwater. Thank you to the. That was crazy, Steve. A whole musical all about pedals. Can wow. You, can you believe it? I cannot believe it, Ryan. And we had a lot of funny jokes to say, didn't we? Yes, we did. All do you the think, jokes. Do you think there were too many dick jokes or not enough? I think there was the right amount. The right amount of dick jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you think with all those dick jokes, Josh Scott will still share this episode? It was the me of dick jokes. Not too much dick. Not too little dick. Just the right amount. Well, that's subjective. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we should do a sponsorship. We're already like half an hour. No, into the we show. got an ad. We're doing an ad. Okay, let's do the ad first. It's yeah. not really an ad. It's a. It's like this, I think it's conceptual art. This first ad was sent by Chris Reynolds. It is uh, a tiny house. 
It kind of looks big for a tiny house. Yeah, I get that it is technically smaller than most homes. I think this is technically a tiny house. Okay, it's te- it's, technically a tiny it's house. two lofts. I don't even see a flipping kitchen, man. Look at the basement space in this tiny house. Ba- tiny houses don't usually have basements. It's You, can you cr- just store stuff You can down crawl there. down in there. I guess. That's where I go to escape my children. So... <laughs> That's where you store all the the guitar cases. That's where you store your children? (laughs) What? So this is, it's clearly a rendering. This is like a 3D rendering of a tiny house concept that's made to look like an acoustic guitar, which is kind of clever in a lot of ways. Like, I really like that round window for the sound hole. Uh And then there's another window for the bridge. Here's Here's your problem, number one. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready for the problem, Steve. All right. So because this is an acoustic guitar. Uh huh. Uh, you've got, you know, the classic double, the double bout. So you've got the shoulder and then the, the upper bout, lower bout. Yeah. Which means every time it rains, all your water is just going to roll into the middle of the the guitar body there. Oh, it's just yeah. just going to sit there. Yeah. Well, you got to have a little bit of an angle there so that it pours off. And then it's going to pour off right over your little uh, sound hole window there. Well, that could be that could be cool because you got some strings there. So when it comes, down, it would it's be, be like bling, 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 bling. it would be much more practical to theme your tiny house after an arch top guitar to get the curves going Ooh, and lay it on its back. But then people driving by won't be able to see immediately that it's a guitar. So you, you know lose. what they should uh, shape this after? A flying V, Boss Katana. <laughs> Or not, a Fender Katana. A Fender Katana. Fender Katana. I knew what you meant. A Fender Katana is already shaped like. A mid-century modern house. <laughs> Just throw that like white rock roof on the top, and some uh, some of the rock paneling on the yeah. side, and you know some sort of fancy glass door, and you've got yourself a mid-century modern. Also, I, I home. realize structurally, like it's probably more stable to lay this on its side. But what if this house was just vertical, and you've got like a, a telephone? Uh, a lineman's ladder going up mm, the neck. Yeah. So you can just go up there and have yourself a little picnic 40 feet up in the sky. Well, they already have it, you know, put on its side and it's got, you know, little lofts in there. You you could just do a proper two-story house if you had it vertical. Yeah. And you would yeah. get excellent TV reception if mm-hmm. you connected your antenna to one of the strings. Yeah. You know? There you go. <laughs> The, the biggest thing, the biggest thing I want to call BS on with this house, uh-huh. you've built a guitar themed house that looks like a guitar. Right. We're shown pictures of the inside of it. Not a single guitar inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> the person who, who, uh, who ordered this was like, hello, architecture company. Yeah. I'd like you to design me a house that looks exactly like an acoustic guitar. No, no, I, I don't play guitar. Yeah, I just is that unusual? Why do you think I play? Why would why would you ever think that I play guitar just because I want a tiny house shaped like a guitar? Like, there's no guitars in the house. I found the kitchen. Where's the kitchen? The kitchen is in this little photo right here, right there. Right, it's right here, Ryan. It's right. Oh, it's like a sink. It's right here. It's you right. See it? It's see it I'll, I'll have to try to put it here yeah there's just like a sink there and it looks like maybe a little are we sure range. that's the kitchen it might just be a quarter bathroom it's both i'm sure it's both are you saying that you're gonna pee and poop in the sink no i'm saying there's probably a toilet right next to your electric range 
<laughs> but no, it's a it's a fridge, and the top shelf is the fridge, and the bottom shelf like a toilet pulls out. I mean, you're not supposed it's, to poop where you whole, eat. It gives off a, a whole new meaning to upper decker. <laughs> This is a raunchy episode so far. I can't believe Josh Scott is going to share this with all his viewers. Oh, oh I forgot about that. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> we are shooting ourselves in the foot so hard. This could have been our best played episode ever, and we've made it so that Josh will be too embarrassed Here's to share. Here's what I want to know. Uh-huh. Here's what I want to know. Yeah. Are you going to go my way? Am I what? Are you going to go my uh- way? <laughs> I thought but what gonna, I really, really want to know. I thought you were saying, are you going to go mow it? I'm like, the grass <laughs> looks well manicured here. I don't think I need to mow it. Um, all right. Josh Scott is riding his bike through the Kansas countryside. Uh-huh. He's 30 miles in mm-hmm. to a 60 mile You're ride. You're talking about Dick Van D- Bike. Dick Van Bike. <laughs> uh, he sees this house. How many clons does Josh Scott sell to buy this house? Well, what Josh Scott does when he sees this house is he he parks his bike, he puts down the kickstand, he pulls up his Sony A7S, and he takes <laughs> he takes a photo of it and then puts it on Instagram and lists all like the f stops and everything like that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is like meta on meta. If you follow Josh Scott on Instagram or Facebook or wherever he does these posts, you know exactly what I'm talking yeah, and about. And if you don't, you are completely lost. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad this is a rendering. I'm glad this doesn't exist. Like, I feel like if you rendered it's too this, much, it's if too you, much. If like you designed this and you're like, this is just a thing I got bored and I des- decided to draw this up. No, this is totally like an, like a, architecture college project or something like that Uh, as soon as you're driving around and you actually see one of these you're just like why have you ever seen the house in encinitas that shaped like two boats um probably but maybe i just thought they were boats (laughs) (laughs) this is that kind of thing They're, they're, they're big it's two boats but they're definitely houses are they like destroyers no, they look like cartoon They're sailing he- boats. Heavy cruisers, <laughs> frigates. I had no point that one, I was one of going them, for there. One of them is an aircraft carrier, and the other one's actually a submarine. What do you think about tiny homes in general? Would you live in one? I have two kids, so no. Yeah, it gets hard. Like, it, where am I going to put all my guitars? I used to spend a lot of time on the site Boing Boing, and they were p- pushing tiny homes hard. And look at them, like. I could make it work if I was by myself. You introduce, you know, a couple in that situation and stuff starts getting tense really quick. A, f- a friend of mine posted there. And then you put kids in there and it's like, yeah. no, there's no possible way. A friend of mine is planning to to do a lot of vacationing in the next couple of years. A family of five and recently posted, do you think my family of five could fit in this tiny house it's like a airbnb on like the other side of the planet mm-hmm. and i was just like no <laughs> it's like two adults actually two adults and their oldest child is also an adult oh yeah that's rough um and then like two like probably uh mid late like eight to ten year old range or seven to ten year old range children and i'm just like I mean, I guess you're only going to be there for a couple of days, but I'm trying to count the beds and I'm like, 
I, mean, I guess there's maybe two beds here, but there's five of you, so I don't know how that works. People used to live in all sorts of tiny homes back in prospector days and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, they all slept on top of each other. Right, but also, during the day, they went outside and worked the field all day long. Like, you're, yeah. you're on vacation. Yeah. Like, I guess if that's just where you're sleeping and you're doing other stuff, it's fine. But, like, people live in the tiny homes, like, full time. No, I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't. I, I was like... Well, and it's funny is uh, a lot of those, so a few, you ever watch like Tiny Home Nation? No. So I think it's called Tiny Home Nation. I'm assuming it's on, on TLC or it's something a, like that. Yeah, HGTV or whatever. Okay. You know, one of these, uh, it's, you know, one of these, get a famous tiny home designer to build you a tiny home. And a lot of them, there are, I, I shouldn't say a lot, but at least some of them, like they do follow-ups uh, just like, magazines will do follow-ups right, right. on these people and be like six months later these two people divorced because they hated <laughs> each other so much <laughs> they from, moved into a medium home yeah they were like if we don't get out of this tiny house we're gonna literally murder each other <laughs> tiny house murders would be a bonkers <laughs> true crime show oh my gosh these people lived in a tiny home and four days later they killed each other because they couldn't deal with it. <laughs> See their harrowing story, their tale of survival. Well, I couldn't I couldn't do my job out of a tiny home. Like I couldn't like do demo videos out of a tiny home. There's oh. not enough space. I was even thinking of like uh so you know unless I, it was this house because the house is the guitar and i just demo that guitar <laughs> all the time. You just plug the house into hey, uh, Fender Princeton. How's your tiny home tone? Tiny ho tone. How's your tiny home tone? Uh, hey, is that tiny home made out of tone wood or what? Is that spruce? Yeah, what kind of wood? Spruce or mahogany? What kind of wood is this? It does look kind of like a, a maple top here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mahogany neck. <laughs> it would be nice if this was a full ad with listings of all the features and stuff like that. Like, I want to know what gauge strings is on this Do you ever house. use the little wire thing over here? A little wire thing? Hmm. The little thing that you're supposed to put plugs. Oh, in. sometimes, sometimes I have these oh. little things on the side of the yeah, table. Yeah, I got bad news for you. I got a little too fidgety. Oh, you broke it off. It's fine. Don't worry about it. There it is. <laughs> I actually use clamps more often than I use those things. Don't worry about it. Clamps, clamps, clamp it. Um, Jed, you got anything else about that? What was I, that sound? I just heard it. I heard the t tiny house guitar sing to me i said this bit's over move on yeah uh this week's episode is brought to you by chase bliss audio i brought right, a, i brought a little thing for you guys to see do you have it with you when i posted this on instagram everyone was like ryan bought two and i was like no idiots there's two of us uh i have the the black bliss fact mine's on black the wall or like there. slate Slate gray. I think it's, it's like black. a matte black. It's a matte black. That's the Blister. color all the rich people are, are painting their sports cars these days. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the color all the rich people are buying. Uh, <laughs> well, it is on their sports cars on their sports and their, car. their Humvees and stuff. They uh, get the matte black finished cars. It's a whole trend. I really like the way this one looks. It looks pretty good. Uh, that's the Bliss Factory from Chase Bliss. It's don't not, even try to buy it. They're sold out. Yeah, they're sold out again. We've got one there, you don't. There deal might be with more it. later. But uh, it's got a ton of features, just like all uh, Chase Bliss pedals. I keep wanting to say JHS. <laughs> we spent so much time they talking about JHS. Poison poisoned our mind with that play. That was the whole idea behind the play, to just poison <sighs> your mind and make you think about nothing but JHS. It's a conspiracy. Um, but they have lots of pedals. That, a lot of mod Well, everything, is, everything from Chase Bliss is a modulation effect at some point. <laughs> everything is um, a chorus. 
But uh, they've speaking of courses, they've got the warped vinyl. Mm-hmm. They've got the gravitas. Mm-hmm. The mood. They've got the therme. Mm-hmm. They've got the tonal recall. Mm-hmm. They've got the preamp mark two and the CXM mm-hmm. They had the brothers. I think they might be done with the brothers. I think they're done with the brothers. Done with the brothers. I have a brothers. Anyway, go check them out. ChasePlusAudio.com. They make pedals more creative than you are. And better looking. I mean, look at this thing. It's better looking than either of us. Oh, it's hot. So good looking. It's so good looking right now. So good. (laughs) It's like Hansel. Uh, This topic is posted to the group by C. Noah Baus? Baus? I'm not sure how to say his last name. Boaz. 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 Sorry, we're know. murdering your last name. This is name. an acoustic song jazz master. It's in Belmore, New York for $2,000. Brand new before it ever even comes out. I have a jazz master acoustic sonic. Be the first to have one. Cash money. So this used out here dropped the day that they launched. <laughs> At least they waited for the, right. the day that they launched? They didn't break the embargo, so good for them. <laughs> yeah. But this this led to a huge thread on the Facebook group, like people trying to figure out what's going on here. Who is this person? The first like thought was like, oh my gosh, what YouTuber is this? Like, yeah. And there was yeah. already like people complaining on the internet that day like oh there's too many youtubers talking about this guitar I, like, I don't know how to watch something else on youtube so i just have to complain about there was it like 40 of them right there were like 40 videos it was a lot fender yeah, sent out just a keep, lot of these just guitars. keep scrolling just keep scrolling. you know all of you were complaining that like you had to see this guitar in your feed over and over and over again think about how i felt I thought I was special. I thought I was the only one that got one. And then I find out that everyone got one. I don't feel special anymore, guys. (laughs) Big problem, right? (laughs) Big Ryan's got big problems. (laughs) But this is, I mean, if this guy had been a YouTuber, I would have thought this was super duper tacky. I mean, it is kind of tacky, but it's not super duper tacky. I think it's really rude. And tacky when YouTubers immediately flip the products how that long, they were sent. How long do you think is a reasonable? As a rule of thumb, I time. I try to keep everything at least six months. Six months because it's like that gives me enough time to figure out if I'm going to make other content with it. Right. Uh, figure out if there's concepts around it that I want to explore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm planning on keeping my acoustic song for a while. I don't have any. I don't have any reason to get rid of it. Yeah. I enjoy. I got it. to play it earlier. I, I. I didn't plug it in, but actually, he said awful things about it. He hates it. Uh, <laughs> actually, unplugged. I thought it sounded pretty good. <laughs> He didn't plug it in. He refused. I, I was like, in. hey, Steve, plug it in. He's like, I refuse. I refuse aren't to support aren't, this aren't, this media scam. The shilling that you're doing, Ryan. Is I think what your Steve kids are all in bed. Yeah. Oh, you're saying you don't want to wake them up, wake them up by plugging I'm, it in. No, I'm saying I don't want to be murdered by your wife. Oh. <laughs> well, we could do like a headphone situation in oh, a little yeah, bit if true. you want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Wouldn't be that big of a deal. Um, but yeah, we, we did some sleuthing. Well, the person who posted the, yeah, ad did the sleuthing and we figured out that this is actually the person selling it is a ex American idol contestant. Yeah. And I um, didn't, I, you know, didn't get particularly far, but it sounds like at least got, you know, far enough to, to launch a, uh, well, it sounded like he music, was like some kind of music career 16th place or something like that. So he got far enough to end up on 
Fender's artist list yeah. or something like yeah. that. Uh, so we know that like 40 YouTube channels got these things. Yeah. I'm wondering how many they sent out to just general artists and people in their Rolodex that they're like, oh, just flip through here. I'll just send it out to all these people. They, uh, they like another 40. They're a, they're a friend or artist. Just get them, get them one of these guitars and we'll see what happens. Like they've really spread these things out. It's kind of wild. Like, yeah. I don't want to sound like someone who's complaining about it because I appreciate being you able you kind of are. to you be sound, involved. You in sound it. very ungrateful. I do wish I felt special. <laughs> I wish I was the only special boy to get one. Uh, but it is pretty wild how many of these things they sent out. Yeah. Like we could, we could assume that if they sent them out to artists as well as, you know, YouTube people that easily it's double than the amount of videos, it could be even more. That's a lot of guitars to send out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of like a flagship thing for them. Like this season, they aren't, what was the, the last thing they launched was the Ampro twos. And that the was Ampros. back in the, the winter, right? That was months um, ago. I feel like that was November. I don't remember. So it this is the only thing ago. launching this moment, unless they start launching the Squire stuff that they tease. <laughs> <laughs> Fender's, you, Fender's just got a bunch of SpaceX rockets in their yeah. in their warehouse and launch launch the guitars. <laughs> You're going rocket tech on this. You're going Elon Musk. I'm imagining a catapult. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about all the? Uh, all the hate these are getting on the internet, oh, like stupid. all the backlash and the people who are like, I wouldn't pay $30 for that. Then, First of all, don't. everyone who said that, yes, you would. If you saw this locally for 30 bucks, you'd go buy one. You absolutely would. If you saw one locally for a couple hundred bucks, you'd go buy one because, because you'd know you'd be able the, to flip the, here's, it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so here's the thing. Here's my take. A lot of people want to compare it to the uh the 90s early 2000s one and of which there were actually like three different versions yeah they made a bunch of those the first version garbage oh yeah the third version garbage i actually thought the second version was okay what was the second version like the second version was uh still plastic back but it actually had um it had some it had some uh like more improved features it had like actually had a compensated saddle on it okay um it I just, just remember them it just overall was like seemed like it was a better built um sure. i just remember everyone that i picked up of those original versions just were were set up awful and just felt like really cheap bad versions of acoustic guitars like beyond like oh he, here's a thin bodied thing for you know your rock and roll stage so you can play every rose has its thorn yeah, you know, yeah. on something that's shaped like a strat it was like yeah, this doesn't feel like a good guitar it's it's wild that they went for just a full remake of it to try mm -hmm. to make it as like high end as they can and apparently that worked and they sell like hotcakes. I, I know they did the Telecaster version and the Strat version. I played the Telecaster version at NAMM. I feel like the Jazzmaster version as an acoustic instrument seems better. Mm. Uh, it's that extra extra body size, I guess, maybe. Yeah, um, it is a little bit bigger. It's got more surface area on the top for sure. Uh, it's feel, um, And maybe it's just because I'm in, in the garage versus trying to play it in like an open space. Maybe in a big open space, I'd be like a, a bit more. Well, it is. I'd feel like it, that. I'd feel like because uh, the, the one I, I played at NAMM, I felt like it was a little anemic for an acoustic. Mm. But um, I mean, at NAMM, you're competing with so much yeah, going yeah. on, audibly, uh, you know. 
I would say that the way yours is currently set up, so I can't speak to the tone. I'm just speaking to the current setup and it seems like maybe it has some more room just for general tweaking. Yeah. Um, you, you like your action to be like yeah. lightning fast and it, I don't have it set uh, up. That I feel way. like, I feel like there's still a little room for the neck to be a little faster. Right. Um, the, just a little trust. The, what, I don't know do what the strings are that, that are on it, but they feel a little, uh, heavier than what mm. I would even use on acoustic. Um, but these are minor things. These are like things that I think are, are possibly setup issues or just, again, string gauge. Um, I want to try it with, I, I would, with electric strings and see like how that pickup mm, sounds with electric strings running. Over I would it. say the way yours is currently set up, I would, if you were a singer songwriter type, uh, who is like the front man of a band, maybe. Uh, this would be ideal. Like you don't, you have a lead guitarist, so you're never really playing single notes above uh, like the ninth fret. Sure. Like you're in good shape here. I think above, I think above the ninth fret on, again, the way yours is currently set up, the neck itself, like the neck build uh, seems really solid. It's just kind of an it's action It's a strat thing. neck. Or, yeah. it's, a, or it's, a, it's a a jazz, jazz master, master neck. neck. Um, it's probably the same neck they put I on the strat. I will say, and you pointed this out in your video, like, uh, the, that funky yellow spot. Uh -huh. I think that's really cool. Yeah. It looks great. In uh, so I looked it up. I don't remember, I don't remember you mentioning it in the video. I did towards the end. You will. I know you pointed it out, but, but, and you will kind of alluded to this. So that is a ebony fretboard. Right. Uh, and so they are doing the, the Taylor thing of they're just getting ebony. Yeah. And saying ebony is ebony, like we don't need it to be all, we don't need to be the blackest ebony. Right, right. We're just going to use it because it's good wood. Um, so I think that's really cool of them. It and, is. And, and it's, this it's, is good, a good, it's good for the force. And yeah. I think it's a and good, it, interesting look. And this is look. a good model to to do this on. It gives it a, an interesting look. So now that I'm done shilling for Fender, uh, <laughs> I expect a $7,000 check in the mail. No, ten. <laughs> I, I heard it was $10,000 that now we Now I've got to bleep out our Fender guy's name. Thanks oh. a lot, Steve. It's gonna, I'm just going to have to cut this whole section now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, dude. <laughs> It's a pretty it's common name. It's never going to end. <laughs> All right. You want to do another sponsor spot? Yeah, let's do another sponsor spot. Uh, this, other, uh, this episode's also brought to you by Big Ear Pedals. Ryan's going to go back there and try to find some Big Ear Pedals. I've still got... Uh, I grabbed the, the L. The I have L. selected the L. It is very effective. I've been using uh, not the L. I've been using the Albi on my baseboard still. Uh, I use setting five now in the, in the ultra neal mode. Uh, so bass players, if you want to try that out, it gives it a really big fat sound and your sound guy will go, are you really using an effect? And I'm like, yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it sounds really cool though. I really like all of the different selections on the Albi. The, the curation on that is Are multi-effects too complicated for you? you yes. Want, you want someone else to dial it in and give you the good, good sounds without yes. having to think too hard? That's what the Albi's for. It's a collection, it's a it's a curated collection of multi-effects already built for you. You don't have to get into submenus and dial everything in. It's already there. Stacks of delays and reverbs and choruses and modulations waiting for you on an eight position selector dial yeah. with an ultra neal mode, which means it ramps into different sounds, or you can set it to just be on that sound if you I, want. I set it, I use the latching mode. There you go. Uh, so go check it out, BigEarPedals.com. Thanks, Grant and Karen, for supporting this show. <laughs> this 
exact episode. So thank you guys. <laughs> We're off the rails. You got anything new, Ryan? Um, I I played at church again. Oh, and I played uh, I played that D'Angelico guitar, mm-hmm. and I got more grass on my pedal board because we play out. We've been doing oh, it yeah. outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, the the. The bummer of playing this past week is that it was daylight savings time. Dude. Oh my gosh. That was rough. You ready? I was in a day. Were you on time? I was on time, but everyone else was a little bit late. So I felt like a sucker for being there like 20 minutes earlier uh, than everyone else. I apparently, so I played this Sunday as well. And apparently at some point I turned off location services for only my time for only the clock on my phone. I had location oh. services turned on for all other settings. Every other app location services. So your phone on. didn't update. My phone didn't update. So my alarm goes off at 6.50 only. It's, and I'm sitting there on the can, like, you know, doing my normal morning routine. And I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, something about, something about this morning just feels off. Like, I feel like it's, it feels, actually, I feel like it feels normal. Mm. Feels too normal. So I go on Google and I Google, what time is it? I've never Googled that before. <laughs> what, I, I have Googled, like, what time is it in, right. in Brisbane? What time is it in Dublin? But I've never just Googled, what time is it? <laughs> Google, what year is it? And it Google, who's the president? Google comes back, it's 815. And I go, I, and then I did this. I did this. No, that can't be right. Google, go home. You're drunk. <laughs> and and th- I just like, and then I went downstairs and I looked at all of the clocks and all of the clocks were the same time as my phone. But now here's the catch. I went to bed before my wife. So I thought maybe she changed all the clocks. She didn't change any she of the clocks. She didn't change those clocks. My wife was wait. Well, my wife was late for church uh, because she woke up to her alarm, then came downstairs and was going off the oven and the microwave clock, which had not <laughs> been changed. And so she had like a long leisurely morning. I'm like, wow, I've got plenty of time to just hang out this morning. And then realized, oh shoot, I'm looking at the oven clock. Oh my god! And so she was like a good like. 40 minutes late. Jeez. So how'd it, how'd it feel though? How'd it feel to get back in the saddle? It feels good. It was my second, uh, sun, second Sunday oh, okay. getting back. Uh, it feels good to be playing with a band again. You know, I miss doing yeah. that. I don't miss waking up, but I miss playing with the band. So it's been a lot of fun. It's, I feel like I've got a lot of catching up to do because I've always like taken the new gear that I've gotten in mm-hmm. and gone and tested it out at church and see how it, how it sounds in a band mix and stuff. And it's been like, a year since I've done that. You have so, so much gear to take to church. There's all this stuff that I want to try and like, I need to pace myself cause I can't do it all at once because right. no one needs that. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to drop all the Jupiter effects onto one board <laughs> and that'll be my pedal board for church one Sunday. <laughs> just hit that, you know, that chaos switch on the super weirdo and see what happens. <laughs> People are going to get saved. Good luck with that. People are going to come to Jesus that. when they yeah. hear, when they okay. hear me turn on that super weirdo. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, should we do the last ad and get out of here? Uh, before we do the last ad, let's do some housekeeping. I feel sure. like we should just do housekeeping next episode, but whatever. We're we'll doing, do it now. We're we'll do it this episode. Yeah. Um, housekeeping is the time of the show where we thank everyone who's supporting the show. 
Yes. Uh, so thanks all you people out there. Um, you can head on over to patreon.com slash 60, 60 cycle humcast. If you want to support the show or f- words, man. All right. Words uh, are hard. So we're going to thank at the $5 level, Patrick, Thank you, Patrick. Brian Atkins. Thank you, Colin Brian. Held. Thank you, Colin. Uh, Thomas Knapp was at the one dollar level, but he upgraded to the five dollar level. We're getting a little five dollars so, in here. Thanks, Thomas Knapp. We got the five dollar club uh, at the one dollar level. Uh, ben, we got a couple one names this week. We had Patrick and Ben, mm-hmm. um, and Dean Alliger. and then at the a two dollar level, I don't know if that's Australian two dollars or I don't know who else would use an a two dollar, but an a two dollar. I don't know how much that is, but it's not an It could American. be a lot of money. Uh, is Ian Glenn Cross. Uh, so thanks, Ian. Thanks, Ian. And at the $10 level, uh, I I cannot verify this, but at the $10 level, uh, which is the inner circle level, is uh, Scott Meese. And I'm not going to say this is or isn't the same Scott Meese, but if it is, Scott Meese is the guy that I bought my first effects pedals off of when I was 18 years old. Whoa. Or like 17, 18 years old. Missed connections uh, here. I don't know if it is the same person or not, but Scott, confirm or deny. Let us know. Did you sell uh, Steve pedals? Did you set him down this was, road uh, to ruin? It was a, I think a TU two, um, a Dunlop crybaby. Are you talking TU two to me? Yeah, um, and a set of Dan Electro food pedals. Mm. Yeah, you bought a lot of stuff off that dude. Yeah. I bought them all at once for like a hundred bucks for everything or wow. something. I don't maybe it probably, I don't think it was a hundred bucks. I don't remember how much it was, but so yeah. Thanks everyone for supporting the show. That's it. That's all I got. This right. ad was sent to us by uh, Ted Jackal. Yeah. Uh, a very cool and one of a kind project, a stunning Telecaster base, unknown near in beautiful blonde finish. I don't know the exact year of the base, nothing vintage, but it's still unique and definitely one of a kind. I'm not sure the bridge is the optimal bridge for it. It's a project, so please consider it when sending an offer. Uh, it comes with an old hard shell case that has a band logo sprayed on top of it, but it's easily removable. Body is extremely lightweight. Don't pass on this one. It won't last. What What is he saying? What, is, what does he mean it won't last? Is it going to go bad? Is it going to spoil? I don't. It's going to melt in the summer heat. So yeah, this is a Telecaster body with a teleca- a normal Telecaster bridge that happens to be missing all the saddles. But then it's got a base neck slapped onto it. So it just feels like an unfinished project. Like someone got halfway through it. Like, well, now I've got the neck. And they just looked at it like, uh, I don't know how to put base saddles on this. So I give up. I'm done. Yeah, and it was just it's never a finished. Weird one. Um, I can uh, imagine you'd have to re-drill holes in that bridge plate to outfit it with base saddles. Like, I don't. I'm not. I'm not even sure how you would go about that. Yeah, and they're asking four hundred and seventy-five dollars. That's a lot. This for, is all. This is a big hard pass. Yeah. I can't I'm sitting here trying to think of how to make the bridge work for a bass guitar and I can't figure it out and this is a uh, like an $800 price drop (laughs) how much did they want for it before $12.99 no maybe that's one of those ones where they listed it super high just so people would watch it 
and then they dropped the price so all those people would get notifications. This is clearly some sort of, you know, like all parts neck or something like that. It doesn't look like a yeah. fancy pants neck. Yeah, I'm sure. Like I'm sure these individual components uh, aren't the worst. Actually, the body itself look, honestly looks kind of chintzy. There's something going on with the pickups, the pickguard spacing with the bridge. It's not centered with the bridge. But the body, there's something about it that looks cheap. And I can't, like, put my finger on why Here, it looks here's cheap. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you cannot identify a single part in right. your parts caster, then you can't list it for $500 and be like, it's a project. And it also, all the parts look dirty and previously used. Like, it looks like it was put together out of, you know, ABC, is, ABC parts, a, already chewed parts. This is a parts. big no. This is a big nope. Yeah. I mean, we... The trope here on this show that is that we always look at everything and go like, oh, the price is too damn high. I, I'd i barely pay half of what they're asking, but I can't even imagine what I would start at with this guitar or this bass. Like a hundred bucks. Like I would have to really figure out what I would do with the bridge to make it work with the neck. I almost feel like you just got to separate this thing. You got to take the neck off and find a bass body for it because... Are there? I think I'd be willing Telecaster to, tray style base bridges that you could even throw onto this. I think you just buy uh, if there's enough space, which I it looks like there could be. Um, you just get this old P base. Um, I say P base. It's this old import style bridge. It's a two screw uh, base bridge, so it's just uh -huh. two barrels, uh, one string per barrel. You see them a lot on like uh, '80s, '70s, like P base knockoffs. Uh huh. You might have to re-drill, yeah, but you yeah. might not. You might not. Um, and I would start there and see if it would fit. And possibly you could take some measurements and see ahead of time. But that's what I'm saying. Like a hundred bucks. This is a project. This is a project with unidentified parts. If this was a Squire, like a Squire body, right. you would at least know what it just, is. And you slapped on an all parts neck. That would be like a hundred and twenty-five bucks because you know what the parts are. It's a hundred dollar neck and a twenty five dollar body. Right. As this is, you don't know what any of it is, and if it wasn't, and when I say one hundred twenty five bucks, that's like parts are identified and it's strung up, ready to go. I mean, you look at it close, and there's like like a rust and crust on the frets, and this thing's yeah. never been used. Like, what is going on? It doesn't like the the way that the neck looks. It doesn't look like it's going to be a high quality neck. This is this is painful. This hurt hurts my feeling. It hurts your feeling. Hurts my feeling. Also, are those tuners mismatched for a Fender style bass? Like um, I look at those tuners and I no, think they're not, like they're not Yamaha tuners. No, the tuners are the tuners are okay. I, I've seen some like J basses with that. Also, that's a vintage split uh, vintage style uh, split head tuner. Right. So that the tuner is fine. I understand what you're saying. Like you're used to the big um the big uh, like clover, right, right, uh, tuner, but there's definitely uh, plenty of fenders that have this huh. style of tuner. Huh? It's like I guess a low, I don't like a low mass tuner. Whenever I see a bass, I try not to look directly at it, so I don't know all the details yeah. of bases. My like, uh, oh, a bass. I don't want to. I mean, usually, usually, like for most fenders, you see uh, the big open gear tuners, uh, but at least that style of of uh, key. Isn't, right. isn't uncommon. Now, do you like the concept? Would you rock a Tele bass like this? I would be interested in 
trying this at least this particular overall build i think is going to be super neck divey yeah um especially he's like oh the body only weighs eight point or five point eight pounds it's like well, all you've really said is this is gonna neck dive like crazy right. the neck weighs eight and a half get your get your uh ultra wide your three inch leather uh, it's also strap. a 24 fret neck do you think that this neck, the scale of it, would even work with the body? I don't know. That's another question. That's a huge question mark. Weird. I don't know. It's really 24? I did. Yeah, it's got double dots on the Is that, what that, on that last fret. Yeah. 12, 15, 17, 19, 21, 22, 20. Dang. It's so a 24 fret. I mean, so Fender, Fender did make a 20, uh, 24 fret jazz. Uh, but yeah, I would think that that would warrant and there's room for another this could be a bridge position this could have been a 25 fret neck um i can't i can't really say because i i just don't know but i would definitely would have expected uh a different yeah it might work i don't think it'll work well those saddles would have i'm doing like a finger measurement right now because that the space between the the twelfth and the twenty fourth would be about the same space between the bridge and it the the saddles would have to be right on the end of the bridge. It, it wouldn't work. Yeah, the scale's all wrong. No, I guess it would be shorter. So maybe it would work. It might be conversion. I don't know. It's really hard to eyeball it and figure out if that. I would don't work. think it's going to work. I have really bad instance i think on you this need one. to i think you need to no i don't i don't think it works all right tell us about the song and let's get out of here uh sure this song i can you get the cable for me oh yeah uh this song was sent by mike packard he says hello ryan and steve love the podcast and dig the videos i don't know if you're still in a song drought we're always in a song drought uh or not but my band sheen has one for you called Eighty Thousand pounds it's a very heavy song the opening song off our new album, Blendaphone. Drums and bass along with my 68 Harmony Rocket with gold foils into a Vox AC-15 VR. Nothing in between. Album is available digitally everywhere. So you can check these guys out at sheentheband.com. I'll put a link below, of course.
I liked it. It's like a trucker song, right? Yeah. It's about trucking. Is it? Yeah, it sounded like it was about a, like driving a big rig. I just really liked that. Uh, I wouldn't have thought to use uh, an old harmony like that. I feel like this is like a very, um, like a grunge, post-grunge yeah, yeah. era sound. And I just don't, like if somebody said, hey, I got this uh, old harmony, uh I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh, you're you're doing that sound, but it it worked. Yeah, it worked. I really liked, well. like the, the the fuzzy slide yeah. stuff going on. It was fun. So very cool. Good All job. Right. Bye, everybody. See ya. Stay grounded. <laughs>